name of this podcast because everything should be onomatopoeic in life and in art. Mm. Or not. Who knows? Uh, my name is Natalie Bohensky and joining me as always in the podcast cave. Yes. The pod cave, the pod as cave. it were. Is Stuart Late. Hello, hello everyone. Hello, Natalie. And hello, special guest. Hello, special guest. Who hasn't been named so can't speak. <laughs> that is apparently the rule that Stuart yeah, made up. I, I, I made up that rule. We have done it so far with our other two guests. Yes. Um, but we have a very special fun guest we'll get to very shortly. But Stu, Kablam. Kablam. Episode Natalie. 7. Natalie, Kablam. Kablam. Mm, Kablam. Kablam. Is that going to be like our Chanto from. <laughs> yes, sure. Chan, hello, to. Chanto. Yes. Chanto. <laughs> Chan, Chanto, though. <laughs> it took me ages to understand that when that episode. I was too busy. <laughs> it was just like this. What is she saying? I was too busy nonsense? focused on Derek Jacobi. Yes, being awesome. Derek Jacobi is amazing. He and is then, incredible. Like you kill him off in an episode. Why? And actually, Be- had a because thing he would not commit to a full season of Doctor Who. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it, Derek Jacobi. Um, well done, baby. Well, I had a similar issue with this episode because they bring in Lee Mack. Yes, it's quite fun. Actually, very, very good. He's a great sketch comedian, a comedian, yeah. and you know, fun enough. And he has this very nice role as kind of a humble joke-telling worker. Yeah. And then he's gone in Just twenty minutes, killed right off with but, no. But that's Doctor Who. I love that. I, that's one of the, that's one of the things I loved about this episode. There are things really? about this episode that I love, and there are certain things that I do not love. Okay. And we are going to talk about that. Um, but well, I know you have a spicy hot I, take. I, I, well, I don't know if it's a spicy hot take. I've been, I've been seeing. The initial thing that I saw today was that was a good episode. I was like, no, it wasn't. Oh, uh, and that was that was what I well, was saying. Let's loop in our special so, guest. Here we go. And I'll I'll start off with my <laughs> initial take, which I suspect may be a bit kinder than both of yours. Yes, but that's okay. why I want to hear them. Uh, please welcome our guest journalist and Doctor Who fan, Nick Wiggins, hey. is with us. Kablam, Kablam, Nick. There was Kablam. a point in this episode where I was worried that nothing would explode. Such <laughs> 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 hindsight is stupid. <laughs> I, okay, I didn't even think of that. I just the episode is as... perfectly named. I, I love the name of the episode. The name of the episode is great. Well, the postal service called Kablam. Yes. Like, here it is. Yeah. I just took it as that, but you're right. It was actually yeah. an it's explosion. It's an episode something... that makes bubble wrap terrifying. I didn't That's mind that it's... No, no, I, I love that. I, I love. I, I thought that was so genuine. Good, yeah. And can I tell you why it was extra? Because I got yeah. a package today. <laughs> <laughs> and I had that said... That is such perfect timing. It was such good timing because I had said to myself, no, Natalie, watch Doctor Who first and then you can open your package. <laughs> like watching Doctor Who is some kind of job, which I guess for me at the moment it a is. A little bit. <laughs> Um, but then I've opened up the package at the end. I get to open my package now. And they went, oh, because it's funny. That was just an episode. I didn't realize it was about a postal service. Mm. And so I've opened it up. And of course, everything inside is like massively bubble wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> and I just left it on the windowsill for a while yep. going, actually, that is a really clever way of... It's really it, clever. It is an amazing... It does for bubble wrap what the Weeping Angels do for all yes. statues. Yes. And it like is a clever callback to... And Blink and all that... <laughs> And it also is a clever callback to like older episodes of Doctor Who, where there is literally uh, an episode called "The Ark in Space," where the monster is a caterpillar that is literally just a dude wrapped in bubble wrap, (laughs) spray painted green. And so you've got killer bubble wrap and killer bubble wrap. Like it's it's all good. It's a nod to the past. That's it. Bring it in a nice little package. That was really really good. I love that. Um, so, uh, Stu and Nick. Yes. I, okay, so I'll just put it out there. I thought this episode was fine. Like, I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't like some aspects of it, but you guys seemed both when we were chatting about 
recording tonight, you both seem like, yeah, I've got some hot takes. So yeah. throw them at me. Well, like, like I said, I really like little bits, like individual parts, but there's one specific thing about the episode that just killed it dead for me. And that is the, the main message of the, of the episode, which is, hey, giant maxi corporations are great and you should not try to stop them. Yeah. Which is nuts. So I... <laughs> that is bananas with cherries on top. Holy because, crap. Yeah, so it kind of painted Charlie... Yes. Who turns out to be the idealistic. Who, look, still... you know, is a terrorist. Yes. But... But because, like, he's, because he's going to kill lives. Has some good points, maybe? <laughs> it, I don't know. When he was doing that whole rant, and they try to get a lot into that. Yeah, that, they, so, they sure do. They, they, <laughs> I, 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 I was like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good on him. He's, mm-hmm. the, you know, yeah, the people should rise up. Yep. And then I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Yep. Um, but, yeah, and then I thought, oh. Look, I'm not going to overthink this. I'm going to try not to overthink this. But then I... So I rewatched that scene. Yeah. And they try to do it all with this one line where the doctor says, the system isn't the problem. It's how people use the system yes! to exploit people. Is oh. the problem. And that's their little ass covering of like... Oh, so it's not capitalism that's the problem. It's not capitalism it's the that's the problem. It's Jeff Bezos. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Exactly. She's, she's, she, look, she's saying that what the system is being used for is bad, but it doesn't justify the means. That is... Bananas, because what the, the main message of this of this episode of television that is being broadcast yeah. to children yeah. is that get used to your drone lives you, and your drone you, jobs. Yeah, just just stay in your lane, do your job. You should be grateful to have a job. We're lucky to have a job because there's aren't we? less and less jobs to go around. I just so you should be happy to be at your at your assigned workstation and I, not deviate and just keep. Working, and just be drone. happy when you get a gift once in your life. <laughs> yes. I actually... And then be killed. If you don't end up in liquid, I, liquid yeah. then you're lucky. Yeah, that's right. I really was upset that Kira died. Yes. The sweet face. Killed girl. by yeah. the system as a way of getting back at that at, janitor yeah, guy. Yeah. And again, an, an, an example of the doctor just going, well, they killed someone, but are they really to blame? <laughs> Yes, it would be my thesis. That's what I didn't understand. Yes. I, what I didn't understand about this, because essentially it was evil robots. It's always evil robots. It's evil robots, but, but it was it was trying to undermine the concept. It was trying to undermine was, that trope. That's right, it was. Because they, they, were, they were quintessential scary robots. In fact, they looked very similar to robots that had been on Doctor Who before. Yeah. And they were obviously doing also that deliberately. Also, with the nod to like Crichton from Red Dwarf, a they had like that. the same slightly oh, similar well, ears. And while things. you mentioned Red Dwarf, did anyone get else get a talky toaster vibe from Twirly the original? Oh, yes. <laughs> you, you mean, would you like toast? Mean, would anyone like a piece of toast? You mean the handheld back massage? Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. the, uh, the <laughs> personal massage. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a delivery. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that free? Is that you have to pay extra for that? <laughs> but it it did yeah it was. Um, I, I was looking at it at that shallow level of just, oh, okay, so Same. it's robots going out of control. And then they brought in all this stuff. And what annoyed me the most about the episode is that there was no greater responsibility no. than Mr. Slade, who'd been trying to keep a record of the victims, as it turned out, because yeah. he was secretly a nice guy. Which, which, in and of itself, good reversal. Like, you think he's going to be the bad guy, and he's not. 
And you think that the HR lady is going to be the bad guy. And then she... And she's, she turns she, out to be a decent I person. I didn't think she was going to be the bad guy because she was helping them out from the start. These but, but random that would have been, people have turned up. It's almost yes, like a got, game of double dutch because yeah. you think, okay, well, she's being really nice, but maybe they're setting her up to like be like evil. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, it's that type of it's that type of Doctor Who episode where there's so many of them. I think, they, hmm. was it the hospital one in the last season? Where they, it's where they yeah. turn up somewhere and it's futuristic and it's like a utopia and it's brilliant. But, but underneath, like, there's a... Come on. Yeah. It's, you know, you get that, like, they're walking in and they look at the scenery and there's one person from the shadows that's like, or there's a robot that turns their head yes. creepily. Yeah. Um, and I, but I like, I, look, I, I like the episode. I really like well, it. Well, I was going to say, I, we've, we've talked a lot about my take. Like, did you have a spicy hot take? Or was my spi- mine's more, se- I'll get to mine. Mine's more season-wide. Okay, okay. Right. Take. I yeah. thought you were, it was yeah. like a seasoned hot take. <laughs> so not spicy, just more some flavoursome. Like, you know, some more umami a, notes. Yeah, that's yeah. right. A more Southeast yeah. Asian cuisine as opposed to some <laughs> continental spicy take that Stu's got going. No, I, I, I really liked it. I, 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 I liked the creepy robots. And then I thought I knew exactly where it was going, mm-hmm. and then it it surprised me. I did like the reversal because the thing is, the episode plays very fair. Mm. They say right at the start when Graham takes on the janitor's role, "Oh, great, janitors! They can go everywhere and they can do whatever they want, and no one suspects them." Oh yeah, right. <laughs> you know, what like I right love, up front, the episode tells you exactly what it's going to do, and then it does it, and it's really, really good. And I love that the episode that sort of stuff would normally be very, very satisfying. But the message they hang on that is just... It kills it dead. I, I can't defend the message. But I, I, <laughs> the execution of this episode I thought was so good. I love that in when they're walking through at the start, no one notices the janitor except the doctor. Who That's says, right. Oh, hello there. Yeah. It's the... It's little nods, little, little things like that. Like yeah, this yeah. That I just thought was so good. Absolutely. And and the and the thing that like Ryan gets the bubbles at the, at the start yeah. and pops them. Yes. Which, which I later... like had to go back and check because I yeah. was like, wait, do they have the, the, at the very end, that very last shot. Totally. Yeah. The, the menacing bubbles. And that's the thing. Like, like what do you do when you get a, a sheet of bubble wrap? You yeah. immediately start popping the bubbles. That's, that's the best of Like, yeah, it's created it's another one of those. Yeah. Oh, but Doctor Who. Yeah, you know, that's right. think about that every time. And, and kids who watch that yeah. will remember that. that that's so yeah. perfectly Doctor yeah. Who. Mm. Everything about this episode was perfect, except for that no awful, awful message. That is just in there and you can't separate it from everything. You can't say, oh, this was a good episode, but... Yeah. Because it's, maybe, it is the episode. If, That's the point of the episode. If they'd maybe not had the 10% humans, if they'd maybe not felt like they had to tie it into like Amazon and drones, if, they just, yeah. if it was just like, well, you need the humans here to keep the robots working, then you wouldn't have, that wouldn't have been as problematic. Maybe a little bit, but, but yeah, they, they decided to take it and I thought they were going to do an. Ep- I thought the episode's overall theme, like the, mm. the science fiction theme that they were exploring, was going to be, you know, robots will eventually have a lot of these jobs, and this is a crisis that is actually coming in our mm. real world. That's well, that's the part that I thought was really interesting. Yeah. That, like, well, we are just lucky to have a job because that's how a lot of people are kind of told yeah. to exist now. You know, sure. we have work for the doll kind of Centrelink in Australia anyway that sort of really pressures you to find a job, any job. Totally. Even if it's not your skill set or not your area, it's just like, no, you just got to be happy to have a job. And it's that drummed into you. So I think there was good stuff to explore there. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just reinforced the Thematically, idea that- <laughs> yeah. It, you should be grateful to have a job. Don't question, like, what's happening up And And up it shows time. that nice people just get crunched You're up in the system. You're going to get ground under the so, gears, but not in a subversive way. 
Like no. in a way of, well, they got in the way. They got in the way. Oh. But they didn't get in the way. I they know. were used. Oh. If you're lucky, you can get on the poster. That's well, right. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Well, Lee Mack was part of the ones who were used, but Kira was the system going, all right, she can play at this game. We're just going to kill someone. So you feel bad. Totally. Like he was, and he was really upset. And they, the only reason they killed her was because they knew that he had a crush on her. Yeah. Like, what is that? That is that is crazy. And I, and he, <laughs> he's just and the thing crazy. Is, is that the doctor, he ran out to and, and and ended up getting blown up with all of these delivery sure. bots. In a very, as anyway, I called them, that, the, that was a bit tortured. The like, terror anyway. botter army. Oh, very oh. nice. That is so good. <laughs> there were. That is very very good. The, no, no, I, I like that a lot. Spent a, long, a lot of time on that, um, but. But the, again, the, and she gave him chances. I get that, but there was just something about the fact that she let him go when he was very young and clearly. She, I could, I think she, and I think it's, I think it's some of her better acting. You can see when she's having that confrontation with him that she gives him chances, mm. and then he reaches a point, and she goes. Well, she, her face kind of goes. Well, I've, I've tried to. She says, "Come on, love. You know, you believe in love." And okay, I'll I'll get onto my giant hot take now. Yes. Yeah, um, do it. And I, okay, I think this <clears throat> this is this season is about angry men and toxic masculinity and like people who think they have to be competitive to men. It's, it's about men. This season, like the villains yeah. of the season, are men. Like you have the competitive like Tim Shaw. In episode yes. Yes. Yeah, in episode okay. two, yeah. you have the the guy who is the the competitor in the in the ghost. Yes, uh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's all there. I don't care about this. You know, he thinks that that's that's what he has to do. He'll cheat and do whatever. He yeah, can. and and the, and the woman very quickly like comes around and, and works with Team Tardis, yeah. whereas he yeah. holds out for a lot in longer. Rosa, I mean Rosa. Rosa. Yeah, yeah. both both the villains, the yeah. bus yeah. driver, and um and. The know, random yep. the, the, you have you have Trump. In you basically have Trump. Yeah, yeah. And Mr. in the Punjab, and you've got Charlie in this one. But in the Demons of the Punjab, you have this quote, and this this is so you have the angry man. You know, he listens yeah, yeah. to the angry young, man on the young radio. Man, yeah. And in one of the best scenes of that, when Prem is standing there doubting, mm. he says, "I don't know how we can protect people when hatred's coming from all sides." And Graham says, "Wrong." All we can strive to be is good men, and you, Prem, are a good man. Yeah. Mm. Graham is the Graham is the hero of this season. He is the he is the moral compass of this season. He has he has been mm. way more of a. I I thought he would be the joke character. Yeah. I thought he would be the character that everyone would be he dumping is the on. MVP He's not. of this season. Yeah. And you even got Ryan has toyed with. This kind of yeah, he sort of took off with the gun. Yeah, and he, yeah. he took off with the gun, going, "Oh, I've played Call of Duty. I know what to do." You see, when he shot the guy back in time. Yes. This season is about <laughs> this female doctor who has, and, and I agree with what you guys have been saying. She's been kind of like a little bit taking a back seat and, back and being seat. a bit hesitant. And but yeah. she's confronted episode after episode with these toxic, you know, dick yeah. measuring men. Yeah. Mm. Nick, this is far too good a theory to be on this podcast. <laughs> hey, Stu. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I mean, look. I have theories. This, this, this is easily good enough to be a tweet thread. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. High praise. But, well, it's true because the 
um, one of the uh, promos that they shot for this season mm. was... I mean, it wasn't subtle. It was Jodie Whittaker standing in a big room and all of a sudden all of the glass, the glass on ceiling the ceiling breaks. just exploded yes. all around her. I, I a a pun think... which flew directly over my head until someone pointed it out. Oh, really? Same. Oh, Same. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Missed it completely. Wow. Completely. But they've even like... had, they've even had like... Pictures of her with, you know, like, it's about time. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That, yeah. That, that, that was Whoever came up with that words. tagline needs a bonus. Yes. That's, I, that's I, great. Do you ever wonder when people do those little clever word plays and it's literally three or four words or yeah. something and you're like, yeah. the perfect that is thing amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. I wish I'd thought of that. Yeah. I could. I should be in advertising. <laughs> well, not me, but like, I would be in advertising and I'd be sure. earning millions for going, oh, it's about time because <laughs> the double meaning. Ah, oh, so good. Um, but it, 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 that fits in then with all of that prep that they'd done for the show, which is, hey. Totally. And I think... Take yeah, a look at yourselves, world. That's definitely... Yeah, that, that I, I, had, I hadn't put that particular thing together, but I, I definitely got the sense that this season they were deliberately trying to mm. push at boundaries and push at social issues and approach like subjects like race and gender and all sorts of things like that head on as opposed to in an allegorical sci-fi way which they're definitely doing but that is a very compelling theory and I'd be interested to see in the in the the, three or three episodes is literally it looks like witch hunts that's right it's the witch hunts and that's that's, I got super excited (laughs) because I am down for the witch hunts. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. They've got James the First in there. There's going to be the Malleus <laughs> Maleficari. Oh, is he in that episode? Alan Cumming is the is the guy with the beard yes. and everything. Like, is he James? I think is he, he might. James? He might be the Witchfinder General. Yeah, he could, he could I think be. he's. Well, the Witchfinder General is after James. James is already oh, okay. dead. All right. By the time that Matthew well, Hopkins is the Witchfinder General, he was the guy in the trailer who's like got the beard mm. and the hair and the, and the hat. Yeah, Interesting. So I'm so down for that. Super down. I'm if if though if that is that just one or is it like a two parter? I think it's only one. I don't think they're doing two parters. Oh, then, okay. No, yeah. Well, if that episode's not my favourite, I'll be very angry. Because <laughs> I'm all about... I, you don't understand. I did a subject at uni called Witchcraft and Demonology. Wow. This is my bag. Okay. All I'm going to say, a lot of woodcuts of penises. Yes. It's about 50% of that of course. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of woodcuts mm. of penises. People are obsessed with penises. So well. Yeah. But <laughs> this is the thing. We think it's a now thing. It's not yeah. a now thing. All the way back then, it was about, oh, but if these women are off and they're living independently yes. and they know how to yeah. fix things with herbs. Um, they, they must be getting the information have, from the devil. They can oh. have sex. So clearly they're just all about devil penis. Mm. That must be the solution. But it, go, it ties back into your theory. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's clearly all about very cold Devil penis. They used to yes. think that they would ride penises, like horses. Yeah, that, that's what a witch's broom is. It's the devil's yeah. phallus. Yeah. yeah, but they thought they were actual well, that phalluses. That, yeah. So many woodcuts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, the reading was always very interesting. I was like, so that's why if I ever went back to uni, I'd want to become a like problem, a professor or? in... I assume splinters were a problem, but they were wise women. They had like ointments and unctions. Sure. They could salve that bitch. Sheaths. Sheaths. Yes. Sheaths. splintery. Yeah. <laughs> nice bit of muslin, you know? <laughs> Just sort of dipped in something. Beeswax or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A natural uh, barrier. Mm. <laughs> the point is, and I can't remember what my point was, but oh, no, tying back into what you were going to say, yes, yeah. do we think then that what the doctor is using is, for want of a better phrase, and I don't mean this to sound offensive, but like, is she using soft female power? 
as opposed to because one of the things that we've been talking about Stu is those lack of doctor moments of I am the doctor and when she has done them they've been at the wrong people like she almost had a moment in this episode where she was telling off Slade did it to Slade they're like oh if she said to the woman if I find out you're lying and she's like I'm not lying I came here to help people (laughs) I literally this is my job it comes across as really mean it's really mean And so I wonder if yeah. we haven't had those moments of I am the doctor because whether that's a deliberate maybe choice. it's a deliberate choice yeah, yeah. to to Could be. to position her as using sort of that soft female power that we're told is how women sort of get things by going oh Stu I think we should invite Nick onto the podcast uh, you told me that it was <laughs> you've, you've been, it was so, your you've been idea. trying to get him to do let me on for years I've, I've yeah. resisted it the whole so time it was it was your idea <laughs> Stu it was your soft idea. Power. Because I've, I've had that happen yeah. to me where you've been in a meeting or you've said something and then a man said it three minutes later and gotten a laugh or something. And you're like, I just said that. That that mm. has happened. I can't name a specific example off the top of my head. But um, I do know that feeling of sort of going, but didn't I mm. just mention this or didn't I come up with this or didn't I, you know. But that, I'm sure that happens to everyone, but there does seem to be a trend of women and experiencing it. Sure. I think we're building. I think, I think there have just been enough of these, I don't like guns and... Um, and even in the that, that's episode, that's not new. Well, but, but, but that's yeah. They've they've re underlined it. And, the, season, and little yeah. things like in the first episode, she when uh, the guy pushes Tim Shaw off the crane, she says you didn't have she to like do that. turns. Well, no, yeah. no, she turns on him and says you have no right, and then yeah. it immediately cuts away in a very jarring like little moment where you're like, what? Yeah. Like, Long time viewers will be like, oh yeah, that's what the doctor would say. But if you were a new person, you'd be yeah. like, what just happened? He absolutely has the right. That guy kidnapped him. Yeah. Like, that's how action movies work. I just, I, I really. But is she like countering her. that? Is well, she that's countering right. the yeah. default thing of, oh, you hurt someone, you deserve to be hurt. And is that yeah. is that why she sticks up for Jeff Bezos and? And I guess so. And, and for because <laughs> it was it was Amazon. The system. Wasn't it? It was, it's Amazon. It was Amazon. absolutely Amazon. Yeah. I mean, it seemed actually a bit nicer than Amazon from some of the stories I've read about working at Amazon. <laughs> Like, you're not allowed toilet breaks and... Someone did point out, like, they didn't get, like, in trouble for not working. Because they didn't work for very long. They were at their stations and then they just sort of yeah. weren't at their stations anymore. They were, they were plot holes. Yeah. Like, and how Judy, did they, Judy, how know, did Judy, Judy from HR happens to know Charlie's name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Charlie, what are you doing? <laughs> Which maybe she was in on it the whole time. That's it. And how did the post box that, that actually she got kablammed, which is clearly she's ordered, like how does how does how does it something teleport to the TARDIS when the TARDIS is in different time streams? Oh, well, I assume. Well, in that case, I assume that she just was in the right time stream. I guess. Yeah. yeah. And, so and it's also, something that because yeah. it's, like, it's pretty it was, advanced technology. Yeah. Like I assume it's been like trying to track down it the Doctor track. for a long time. Right. And it finally caught up with the TARDIS. And I, I, I love that. Again, that's something I love. I love she pulled it out. I was like, oh, it's a face. But that's at the same great. time, if it's been floating around there for a while, how did it say help me? Like, the help me seemed to be a very recent go. addition. Because well, clearly it's been functioning all right for a while. Charlie didn't seem that old. That's he, an extremely good point. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's, only, he's only been there <laughs> for maybe a year. So far. That is an extremely <laughs> good point. Uh, yeah, because I... Cause I I always assumed that that would be something that, like, the Doctor, back in Season 5, said, I should get a Fez, and then put an order into Kablam for a Fez. Mm. And it's been trying to send it to him ever since. Yes. And now it finally arrives, and she puts it on. She's like, still me? And it's like, you know, 
I love it. I love goofy little moments like that. That was a goofy moment. Yeah, it yeah. just doesn't make sense if you. No, then, exactly. Yeah, but but yeah. you, I, I hadn't even thought of that. But you're absolutely right. What the hell? I also thought too, and I think you guys said this a couple of weeks ago that the little references are too like the fez I like. Hmm. The oh, the, I hung out with Agatha Christie not so much. She's no, and that was, a lot. that was a weird one because normally the Doctor references uh, adventures that we haven't seen. But that was like a, a literal direct reference to an episode, yeah. which was not yeah. something that you normally see. But, and they didn't need it because there was enough humor that I loved. There was some really good the, the directing. So the direct, hmm. so the, the writer this week is um, a British guy, but has written just for Australian TV. Yeah, mostly most like neighbor uh, and cre- help create Wentworth. I think Wentworth. Yeah. Oh, right. Wrote on Glitch, which yes, tracks. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the director is a, an Australian woman who's done uh, Offspring and Home and Away. And stuff. So this is a, oh, an cool. Aussie episode, yeah, of, Aussie episode. <laughs> of Doctor but, Who. But it was so well written and cut with the little... Um, I liked it when the, when the, you see the, the office romance and it just cuts back to the Doctor for this... No. Yeah. Bam, Perfect. And yeah, done. moving on. Yeah. And, and, the, and Graham gets his nice little line where he's like, um, um, I've been down here, uh, you know, I've been down here alone, alone, alone a long time. And he goes, I can tell. And it's so quick. <laughs> yeah, there were. Yeah, that, that line reading and the editing, like it's, it just works. I'm yeah. very intrigued though because when they they were assigned their group loop, yes, which yeah, yeah. which assigned them based on their mental capacity, their physical capacity, yep. all of that stuff. Yep. I know what you're going to say. It's great. <laughs> it assigns a doctor to be the to janitor. The, janitor. the doctor got the janitor's role. Maybe and then had to swap. that was the system's way of pointing the doctor to the problem. Well, and so, and yeah, and I did. Yeah, I thought that was a plot hole, but I, I did see someone on Twitter today say that that's not a plot hole because the system was trying to send the yeah. doctor where she would have gotten that makes the information. Sense. But it would have been nicer to nod to that, saying, we tried to send you to this guy first, but you ch- like have the system well, actually I mean, everything. that. No, I, I don't want them to spell out everything. Thing. That feels I too do. Much I'm like very a, dumb. Well, <laughs> I like I like little stuff to be in the background like that. Where it's fair like, enough. Fair if enough. If you pick it, you think it's a plot hole, but then someone points out it's like no, no, it's not. Like like if, if that mm. works like that, then yeah. that's not a plot hole. So okay, well I'll give you that, and then I'll take the fact that the help me message just makes no sense. Totally, it makes no sense. <laughs> Except if you obviously the Doctor travels through time, so maybe he placed the order back in season five when he was. In that current time stream. Oh, I see. Well, fine. <laughs> Makes sense. I liked. I, I want to go for more things I liked because I think we were. No, down don't, on it. We, um, we we came out out of the gate strong, yes. and I I will stand by the fact that I do not like this episode just because of that. But there was lots but, of great stuff. But I liked when she said, "Have you ever hidden in a panelled alcove?" <laughs> yes. That's great. I would have liked to have seen oh, more stuff. of just a scene of them yeah. in there yeah. all together. So how long does this? Yeah, how long does it normally take? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, you know, it depends. <laughs> um, and, and I also like that. I like that she knew. There's so many Doctor Who's where, where, where they arrive on somewhere, and it's like, oh, what is this? But yeah. she knew Kablam. She's like, oh, the Kablam man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and exactly. Like, knew the company. You know, was familiar with it. That was yeah. just nice. It wasn't this like, oh, what's this? And like, mm. oh, it seems to be a postal service. It's like, no, we don't need that. Just you know, yeah, yeah. Like you know what it is. You're, you're familiar with pop culture in our time, so yeah. conceivably, yeah, you'd be familiar with like pop culture and stuff yes. from other times. I like that Yaz got to use her police work. Yeah, to she restrain yeah, the guy. She totally like, if only for yeah, a absolutely. While, you know? That was good. yeah. No, that was fantastic. Um, and I don't like um, I like all. I thought. This was probably the strongest guest cast. 
Yeah. Like by a country mile. They yeah. were all great. Yeah. Like really, really good. Juicy. Including Lee Mack, which I was a little bit surprised by. I thought he would, he would be a, maybe stand out a bit, but... I just no, felt sorry great. that he was introduced as this nice character and then meets Yaz and then just dies. And a, I don't know. One, one thing I've loved this season is they are really... I Like my other takeaway for the season is like the little moments of humanity hmm. that he's mostly given like the cast and Graham. And I love what they're doing with the whole, um, you know, with the whole like loss of Ryan's gran and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But there were little moments of humanity. So like, like in the first episode, there's only, I rewatched the first two episodes the other day. So <laughs> the only reason I can remember this, but um, the guy working at the construction site is on the phone to, he's on Skype to his, he's going, all right, grandpa's saying goodbye. That, now. that feels nasty and though. Then that, he dies. <laughs> He's no, killed he's just, immediately. Yeah, immediately. But he he gets a moment. You get to care for him a little bit. Well, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's that. What, what could have been just yeah. a guard standing there not with no lines, yeah. uh, and then he's killed, becomes a, a character yeah. moment. Yeah, and the Lee right. Mack thing with the, like, I was a pretty bad husband. You know, and then she and, and you get a whole story, and, and then at the end, yeah, she wants to send it back. That's great. Oh, that, that was that's, all good. Stuff. You know, I, and I, I was a bit worried that she was actually going to go there, and we were going to get played yeah, out exactly was, the same like, as oh, the end of last season, yeah. where she sits with someone and says, "Here's your there you go." You know? Yeah, <laughs> that wouldn't have been good. So I'm glad. I'm glad they didn't do that. I also suspect they didn't go there because uh, budget cuts. Budget, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it would have been yeah. one more set for yeah. one scene. Yes. Um, I did like the uh, budget saving measures in the conveyor belt scene, where it was obvious that uh, Ryan and Yaz yeah. were on a box, and uh, stagehands were flapping things past their face, speed the movies, the, the play style. That was were they? Yeah, yeah. Did, did, you know when they're on the conveyor belts? Yes, it right? was very. There's a there's a wide it? shot, and then immediately. They, yeah. they pan down yes. to like very close <laughs> yes. and a dark room and like just stuff going past them. And I was like, oh, that's uh, that's very low tech for a series for a season that has been quite good looking, like very, very technically accomplished. That felt very jarring to, to me. I was like, relook at that. The jumping like, from one conveyor belt to the other. That was felt weird. like some felt like some real old Doctor Who. Oh show yeah, that was Russell T Davies. Yeah, yeah. He, he just goes like they go jump and there's this like just a bit too long of a pause and then they there's land a, there's a, and there's a, there's a shot there's an in between yeah. shot of them just in the air. Yeah, but yeah. again, but again against a black background, so they've obviously just jumped. It, like, it also <laughs> reminded me of the scene in the third Star Wars prequel. Uh, yes, where, yeah, where, the, where they're in the in the factory, the factory, and, and it's just all green screen. It's just like, jump, yeah. react to things that are happening yeah. around you, and nothing's That's right. real. Nothing's yeah. happening. Nothing's real. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with all of that. That's uh, very much yeah. Like that that whole scene didn't need to be there. No, it felt like it was introduced to have like a, an action moment in what had been like up till then a lot of talking in corridors. Yeah. And I think maybe they didn't quite have the budget or the, the wherewithal to put it together properly. And they said, like, <coughs> you can't get down to the dispatch floor because it's all automated. Yeah. Yes. Um, so how did Kira get down there? And they didn't really explain that. Oh. No, I mean, the robots took her there. And also yeah. they've been shown to have transmat, like, transportation oh, things. So I guess they did it that way. They teleported her down Yeah, I guess. There. Yeah. Sure. The, fir- the, first shot, <laughs> the first shot of the big 
Also, what kind of person yeah. just goes into a room and goes, okay, I guess I'll just wait here. Yeah, I'll just wait here in the weird room. I mean, I know she was sweet and kind yeah. and good-hearted and wouldn't have thought anything sus. And it, it's another thing, too, where the episode is unnecessarily cruel because it has to establish that she would be super chuffed and not creeped out and weird about getting, like, a box in yeah. what is basically an interrogation room. Yes. So they establish that she's only had one present in her entire <laughs> life, which is such an intensely <laughs> sad story. A box of chocolates It was like Judy. a box of chocolates <laughs> from Judy. That is oh. weeping with tears sad. That is, oh, my God. That's awful. That's awful. And then they kill her. <laughs> She's dead, and there's no backsies. <laughs> there's no everybody lives in this episode. And, and yeah, and they like, did. They, she's a pool of liquid. The way that they said that is like she's just dead. She's dead. I don't know. There was something very callous about it. Yeah. And, and then Charlie. Well, what kind? Of, I mean, I don't think. And, and the, the thing is, I don't think the episode intended to be that cruel, but it was that cruel. It was a very cruel a, way to deal yeah, with that character. There's another weird jump there too, because he sees that happen to her. Mm. And he goes, he goes, no, stop, don't pop it. And they're like, why are you saying that? And then he's like, they're, they're working against me. Or, or no, or he says something like that, like they're, they're turning bad or they're, yeah. they're planning stuff of their own. Something that makes and sense. And then they run side. into the next room going, it's him. He's the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think they're trying to set up with Ryan's weird balance Oh, we talked it's, about this. Um, it's very unbalanced is what I was saying. Because <laughs> there's been a couple of episodes where it hasn't really been a yeah, thing. And then yeah. all of a sudden this episode well, it was like... And it, oh, and it a wasn't a thing this episode. He just sort of mentioned it. He said, he, sometimes it's a problem. Obviously not today. Because I could fall from yeah. one conveyor belt to another conveyor belt. Both of which it. are not designed for human size. No, that's right. The reason that he has dyspraxia yeah. is because Chris Chibnall's niece or nephew um, has dyspraxia. That's literally the only reason that Ryan has his practice. Like, the last shot of the um, season has to be him successfully riding a bike, right? No, I think... I don't, I don't necessarily think so. No. Although, maybe. <laughs> I, I like I like the fact that he had dyspraxia in the first yeah. episode, and this is a show where the doctor could say, oh, I've got, like, just drink this yeah, and you'll yeah, be fine. Yeah. But they don't do that. They're no. just like, no, I've got it, and it's just something that I live with. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. You know, and I think the reason it was put in was because Chris Chibnall wanted his like young relative to feel like represented yes. in some way, okay. which I think is great. Okay. So I don't think I think to have that scene at the end of the end of the season where he finally rides a bike again would actually kind of be rubbing it That's, in a bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, like <laughs> look, yeah. mum, I made it. <laughs> if you just believe hard enough, if you just believe hard enough, the magic like, space alien yeah, will come down it. and exactly. save you from. The exactly. brutal reality of yeah. your life. Well, the, the, the what, mild inconvenience of your life. Um, but, yeah. Oh, there was something... Oh, <laughs> you've made me forget what I was going to say. Uh, something, something, something someone said at this point. Oh, Graham and Ryan, they had a moment. What was that? Yes, yeah, yeah, there was a little moment. He of, said, yeah, yeah. Ah, not funny. Oh, he's like, oh, he's like you were. Yeah. Um, yeah. he's like he used to be and by used to be I meant three months or something yeah. three yeah. months ago and he's like huh funny I, was like, I think more likely probably what's going to happen is that he calls him granddad is probably yeah. more the yeah. no, that, that's that, the, that's that, the that would actually be more satisfying because yeah. that's, that's, that's the arc that I'm watching for but he apparently the, <laughs> the guy who plays uh, Graham is an, he's already an actor like he's on a soap opera over he's, there he's oh, quite yes. famous he's, um, he hosts Pointless and he, he hosts oh. uh, The Chase UK 
Oh, no, it's, it's yeah. the Chase. It's not the Chase, yeah. My bad. My He's bad. a game show host and a, a crooner. Like, he has, like, albums and stuff. He's very well known in the UK. Oh, well, because yeah. he mentioned it, it was last a big, episode, it was a big episode deal. before that he knows all the classics. He knows so all the classics. He's, he's that, that got was, to that sing was at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was a big deal in the UK that he was cast because people were like, is this stunt casting? Like, what's going on? But he's been really good. He's, he's, he's yeah. just, he is delivering the good yeah. every episode. Really, like, really one, good. This one didn't have as... He didn't have, like... But every other episode, he's had a thing where he's gone, like, it's okay. But we'll, but we've hit the point we'll in the... We've hit the point in the season where we know all of the characters and how they're going to react. So when he does yeah. like his shtick, yeah. it's actually satisfying because you're like, oh, Graham, he's off to his, up to his old tricks. Like, you know, it's that it works. Yeah. It all works. It's really, really so well So Graham done. is like the role model of masculinity. Yeah. Not I guess, the, yeah. He's yeah. the hashtag not all men. Yeah, he's... <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's, he's the woke ally of season 11. <laughs> There's been a couple of points where he's sort of, you know, said something. I'd be yeah. like, yeah, that would be a hashtag. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> but he's nice. But I've heard, I think, that he's only probably going to do one season or something like that. So maybe we can expect him to die. I hope not. Lots of that people would be have been. Bad. <laughs> well, if he's only going to do one season and then he passes the torch, I guess, to... Um, What's his face? To Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I can, oh, God. Yeah. I, I can see him going, oh, it's enough traveling for me. Like the last yeah. episode's called something like the battle of something, something, mm. something. Space, 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 man. That's it, yeah. Um, so like, <laughs> I, I, I can see him going. I wish space, I could retitle the, the, the podcast. <laughs> battle the battle of, space, of something, space, something, space, something, space, 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 name. I can see him surviving that and going, you That's know it. what? Yep. This has been enough for me. We've had some fun times. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, Sheffield doesn't look too bad right I, now. Yeah, I, 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 got I, away, I wanted to get away from my grieving. That's it. I did that. I'm feeling better. I'm just yeah. running away at this point. Yes. Oh. I, you know, it's time that as a real man, as a good man, you have to stand your ground and yeah. you can't run away yeah. forever and something. And then they'll go back to having two companions. Yes. As opposed to three. Or then they might... Yeah, then they might guest. He might guest or something next season. Yeah, and then he's still out there to to come back in if he yeah, wants to. He'll but, call them back to Earth for yeah, yeah, or something. Know, mm. More spiders. There's, there's, hey guys, those spiders have dealt with those spiders. <laughs> yes, no. they're just locked in a room. They got out. <laughs> someone was telling me, I think a reptile expert. No, actually, it was someone who works with Greg from the Smart Enough to Know Better podcast. Yes, who is a reptile and insect expert. Yes. Was they would have all just turned on each other and eaten each other. Oh, yeah. In that oh, room. Absolutely. So there'd be one giant spider just mm. kind of sitting there, <laughs> waiting. <laughs> waiting. Just waiting. Waiting and biding its time. Or there would be like just the, just the empty husk of the giant spider and then a sack of eggs oh. waiting, to, waiting to hatch. This reminds me of my other hot take about this oh, episode. Yeah. The little theme that, uh, that Kablam had was do, 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 do. Was it? Yes. And when the first package rocks up, throughout the whole thing, you every time they arrive at Kablam, right at the end, it's... They have the first couple of notes of Jurassic Park. Yes. Really? Really? Yep. I'm going back to look at that like yep. as soon as you it's, guys leave my is, house. It's the notes. As soon as we stop recording. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's absolutely. It's very notes. Whoa. Yeah. That's and, then, and it doesn't really... They don't really have a... Like it, and then right at the final, as they're about to start blowing up. What does that mean? Up, I don't know. <laughs> but then the theme, Jurassic Park, that theme has with because I haven't seen the new Jurassic Park movies, the one with Chris mm, Pratt. Yes, save yourself. Mm. They're not good. Nah. Oh, okay. 
Well, I don't, see, I love the original, and oh, it's, yeah. it's one of the ones that I want. I really want to do Jurassic Park, the movie, the play one day. <laughs> yeah. I want to do it so that much. That would be good. Um, but you know, we just have to figure you'd out. You'd be on the ride. How to, you'd be on the you'd, ride you'd, in Jurassic Park. You'd be on yeah. the ride. We just need to figure out how to actually do that. Whether sure. it's people holding like a cardboard car around themselves and walking <laughs> through a park. I don't know if people want to pay money for that. Maybe. <laughs> and then we have to get some dinosaurs. But anyway, it's it's a whole it's thing. A, it's a whole thing <laughs> but it's it's in the you know it's in the bank. There's very few movies that you can actually do the movie the play about. Yeah, We've yeah. had this you know discussion for a long time about what movies can you do because they can't be comedies because you're going to take the piss out of them. So they've got yeah. to be sort of earnest action you know or or epic yeah. uh, things you know. There's there's yeah, like there's, love actually. <laughs> no, love actually is not in the movie the play. Love actually is a searing takedown. That's... Uh, a, of, a searing of a, takedown, you say? A searing takedown. Where do I buy tickets? Well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Funny you should bring it up. Um, if you are listening to this podcast and you are in Brisbane, uh, we are at the Brisbane Powerhouse this week, Thursday to Sunday. Still tickets available. <laughs> Please buy, because I need to eat. Um, I, I shouldn't, but you're, I need to. You're a good guest. Nick, <laughs> you'll be invited back soon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any shows after this week for a little while, so there we go. Uh, come along, Brisbane Powerhouse. It's like it's like legitimate. Like totally. I'm not I'm not telling you to come to no a weird warehouse. No one's saying it's not, Natalie. <laughs> I know. I just always fig- figure that like when you're talking with friends and friends are like, oh, that's just that little thing you do. Yeah, <laughs> that's just a thing you do. It's not actually real. Have you had? You must have had people show up to your shows and say, oh, I didn't know it was like a proper play. Like, yeah. Well, I have had my parents. <laughs> Wait for it. Yeah. When I was talking about how we'd... Because uh, the cruise ships, for example. Now, look, okay. Let me just say, I do not want a career in cruise ships. No. Please. But um, a lot of people, a lot of performers do gigs on cruise ships. Sure. And a lot of stand-ups do gigs on cruise ships. And there's quite a market for stand-ups on these cruises in and out of Brisbane. Um, it's very easy and cheap to put stand-ups on a cruise. You just need to give them a bed, a uh, bit of food, and it's only one person. And so I think I was starting to look into like, oh, maybe we could do the show on a cruise ship. Maybe they would pay us to do sure. the show on a cruise ship. If you are working for a cruise ship and listen, I will happily come and do the show on a cruise ship. Not every week, but I'll do it. <laughs> speed um, two. Speed two. Well, no, this is love, love hate actually because it's quite small people. Um, but uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh, something about your parents oh, on yes. cruise ships. Yes. So I told my parents this. And my parents have been on a fair few cruises and they've said, oh yes, but you have to be professional to be on the cruise, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, that's such a, mum and dad. Yeah, that's such a mum and dad thing to say as well. Because, no, bless them. Like, they're the biggest supporters in the world. Sure. They ca- my mother literally brings lasagna over and puts it in my freezer for me. It, she is, they are a doll, but they are thinking of when they go on cruises. They have these american entertainers who are like the hosts of the cruise sure, and yeah. they speak five languages and they've done work in hollywood or they've yeah. been singing on broadway or that you know they, they, they get, can they can sing and dance they and, can yeah. sing and dance and tell a story <laughs> and play the piano and chat up an old grandma and and just delightful people That's you know right. delightful yeah. people and i was like well we can make people laugh and we get paid for to it's not much but it's still professional like you know cripes um so yes, uh, yes. That, Fair enough. But I, it, I, I figure it's when people know you and they, they go, oh, that's just that. Like I imagine if you were like Picasso's mate and you'd be like, hmm. 
oh yeah, that paint, painting that you're doing. Yeah. How's yeah. that going? And it'd be like, he'd be like, yeah, I've sold a few paintings. You've got, the, you've got the face wrong there, mate. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I've invented a new style. Okay. <laughs> See how that goes <laughs> for you. Right, yeah. Uh, look at, look at yeah. Mr. Important over here. Sorry, I can't. Inventing a new school of art. I'm a bit short of money this week. I don't think I will buy this, uh, this uh, woman with violin in a cafe. No, thanks. I don't think that'll be worth much in the future. I'm going to save my cash. Like, that's how I figure it would be. There'd be people... Yeah. Who would be like, oh, wow, so-and-so turned out to be actually pretty decent. Pretty good. Yeah. Mm. So what you're saying is, your show will be pretty good. It's No, my show is awesome. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I just worry that a lot of people don't believe me when I say, no, I'm doing a really funny show. Oh, who wrote it? Oh, well, like we did together. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Don't, don't worry, love. I'll bring around a lasagna. Yeah. Just in case the whole thing doesn't work out. <laughs> No, no, my parents are, uh, are beautiful people, but they just had different ideas of what professional cruise ship entertainment meant to yeah. what I... Believe me, I'm sure there's a lot of stand-ups on those cruise ships. Who are... I mean, they're not touring the world like freaking Danny Boy, are they? So let's... <laughs> touring the seas. Touring the seas. That is true. I Yes, I'm... Oh, God, I'm going to get into so in a, a fight way, with stand-ups again. touring the world. I got into a very bad fight with stand-ups about eight years ago. When I was attempting stand-up and then foolishly yes. decided to write them all. <laughs> Funny story on, about that. Yeah. Uh, no, this was on my blog back when blogs oh, were a thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say on Twitter, but no, Can it only imagine how horrible the Twitter wall oh, would have been if it, would, if it had been like post-2014. It would have been um, a nightmare. It was bad enough because I got Live told... journals at 10 paces. Yeah, no, it was, it was a blogger. Um, never got into live journal. I'm very glad mm. because it's all owned by Russian spies now. <laughs> so <isn't that> so? <laughs> George R. R. Martin's still on it, though. He's still keeping sure. up the live journal flag. Um, uh, but no, one of the That's people... That's where he's writing instead of writing The Winds of Winter, damn it. So the yeah. night that I did stand-up for the first time as part of this project I did where I tried to do 30 new things before my 30th yes. birthday, uh, I've just aged myself again. Um, it was like two years ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was... <laughs> uh, the... One of the comedians on that night was Sam Campbell, who this year won the Barry in Melbourne, oh, wow. um, which is the highest sort of comedy prize that you can win in yeah. Australia, I guess. And he is sort of a bit of an absurdist, surrealist comic. Was he the one who led the the charge against you? No, no, time? no, no. I don't know if he was involved in the pylon. There were oh, lots okay, of anonymous right. people. I don't. Okay, I couldn't right, tell right. you. I'm not trying to cast yeah. any aspersions beyond it. But just the, that night that I wrote about, yeah, and I wrote about one of the comedians, just sort of quitting halfway through his act going oh this is really bad i'm leaving and like walking off stage that was him like he well, just yeah, yeah that's that's lost it but his I mean, bottle you know, and yeah. went off uh just went uh bye <laughs> and he and that guy and i remember looking at him going i mean you've got to be able to deal with a it's a really bad situation like they put us in the middle of a front bar at a pub mm. all of the racing was still on tv the yeah. music was still yeah. playing like it was a terrible environment totally um but i was like oh gee he seems a bit sensitive like um hopefully he'll be able to kind of build up his confidence i just won the barry this year so and what am i doing okay. with my life so <laughs> we're here recording this podcast no and that's not i mean i'm clearly the winner here because i'm here with absolutely with yeah. Stu and nick um but that was a tangent um and so uh, i'll be on um, sam's podcast next week <laughs> <laughs> he probably has a podcast I'm sure i'm sure he does most people have yeah, one yeah, nowadays that's right. <laughs> like you get born and you get issued your podcasting that's mic. right exactly um do you have a podcast nick no oh you don't no. let's come up with one for you what yeah. should nick podcast about um what else do you like nick? i once joked i once joked on twitter um that 
maybe I'm stealing someone else's joke here, but um, that I would have a podcast. Uh, actually, no, I named someone else's podcast where they would talk with Anne Toomey, the uh, That's right, yeah. constitutional expert. And it yeah. was, uh, are you talking Anne Toomey to me? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if I'm stealing that joke. But I'll, I'll it's a good it. joke. Take, take credit yeah. for it. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> That's always, is that Toomey spelt T-W-O? M-E-Y? Why not? Because whenever I see that name written down, I always want to say Twomey or Twome. <laughs> and it takes my brain a second to go, no, no, to me. But I always want to go, Twome. <laughs> Twome. Twome. Um, yes. Jefferson Starfish? Jefferson Starfish. Oh, yes. Now, you were now, saying that you have... You come pre-prepared. Look, I don't want to, you know, impinge on your... You're not impinging. There's no pinging going on. It's a pinge-free zone. I've got some ideas about... So this is your Doctor Who episode that you're writing. We're writing a Doctor Who episode. Well, at this point, we're in the brainstorming phase. Yes. So so we're we're writing it just just blue-skying. It's it's set in 1888. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. The time of Jack the Ripper. There's starfish... Is the, There's is going the, to be at least one one starfish. Yes. Malevolent. I think I think we've landed on the idea that he is a giant starfish. Yes, yeah. or at least human size. Yes, right. and you pointed out last week that Krakatoa was four years before that. Five. Yes. But sure. Five years. Sure. Five years. So are you tying this all together? Well, let me tell you. Oh, yeah, please, you please do. Oh. Sorry, sorry. I won't. I won't so, step on it anymore. So. W- so look, this would be, I think, delivered in some uh, kind of like third act, like. You know, the doctor's like, oh, I am on to you, Starfish. <laughs> and Jefferson Starfish then delivers this, you know, explanation of his horrible backstory to the doctor. Yeah. And see, I, I had trouble picturing this giant starfish. So I think it's actually half man, half starfish. So oh. he's, he's most of the body, the torso is a starfish. And right. And it's got kind of like hands on the end. Okay. And so it means that he kind of has to like water. That, that's right. That, that was my envisioning yeah. too. Yeah. I really, kind of like, I really like that. A little bit starfish. Yeah. But, Absolutely. You know, yes. with a head. But a little bit Maggie Simpson when she's in her snowsuit. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. So he reveals that his, he was uh, quite successful in London and then he was sent and forced into sailing to the other ends of the world for maybe, I don't know, the British oh. East India Company or something. Right, right. Back in 1883. I see. When Krakatoa explodes. Oh. Right. Maybe oh, so aliens... He did, so he didn't start life as a starfish? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. No. All right. Maybe aliens are behind Krakatoa. So it is like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle situation. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> the ship is wrecked. Right. He crash lands. He's... You know, it's it's this There's part. This part they have to paper over with some dodgy science? CGI. Sure. Okay. Yeah. You know, alien science stuff happens. Intense heat. Intense heat. He's yes. merged yep. somehow. He's His DNA is merged in the fire of Krakatoa a with right. a starfish. This He's is genius. Marooned on this island, he goes mad. He gets bitter at the men who forced him to be here. <laughs> He's then picked up by a ship. Call it the Bounty. I don't know. <laughs> bit late but you sure it could have no, 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 no. it's come no, over from Pekan I think this will tie up in a bow and then he's taken by this ship back to London because right. there's no town no place like no London no place like London oh and I there, see I see yes <laughs> mm-hmm. 
he he takes up his old trade, which is of course a dentist. <laughs> and you know he was he's afflicted and he's tortured, but he is <laughs> determined to seek revenge on those who wronged him. Right. In his dentist trade. So this this is more of a yeah. this is more of a Sweeney, Sweeney Todd, Todd like homage than than a Jack the Ripper I, thing, I, but. It's all good. It's all good. I like you know. I was was absolutely the demon dentist of the demon starfish of Piccadilly. (laughs) (laughs) You know, his name's Todd Sheeny. (laughs) (laughs) I thought his name was Jefferson Starfish, though. Well, that's that's his that's his current that's his starfish identity. (laughs) He was originally he was originally Todd Sheeny. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So maybe the island. So maybe the island that he is marooned on is like Jefferson Island. So he becomes Jefferson. The Jefferson Starfish. Starfish. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Note that That's down. all good stuff. And he used to have a wife, and she was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And then she had he to become a, a prostitute. Yeah. He was an artist. So he was hunting. Which he was is obviously to hunt the down. worst yeah. fate that you can possibly suffer. And he was an artist well, that... with the drill. <laughs> <laughs> This is fantastic. I just, it's becoming a fast comedy. Can you imagine a dentist with his big starfish arms trying to get in your mouth? Like, no, no, it's fine. It's okay. I have a very big scalpel. I don't know why I'm Welsh. He's a Welsh starfish. <laughs> also, I think. Very good. I, also, I think he might, like he has to be seen in the shadows for the, for the whole first half. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I, I want. I my my idea was that he has like a like a perception filter so everyone thinks he's a person but we just see a giant starfish with a top hat on that that was always my conception of him <laughs> i don't know i don't know maybe that doesn't work doctor's like something's, something's not right with you something's, something's, fishy. something's fishy about this i was picturing more like i can't the, put the, my the, the hands first, on it <laughs> the first murder you don't you just see like a shadow and then the second one you get a, a bit of a closer glimpse and then yeah. you know the, on the third murder the doctor on you see like an opera cloak yeah. and a top hat and, and you then, see Inspector Abilene yeah. going why are there scales around the murder site why is there sea salt do starfish have scales sure why not no but, I mean he obviously brings the sea with that's him that's right yeah sure yes <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, Davy Jones in the Pirates t- yeah, of the Caribbean right. he's got exactly. barnacles dropping yeah. off everywhere yeah. that's it He's, yeah. barn- he's so, yeah, barnacled. You know, just no, I like it. All we have to world. do now is incorporate is... something from this episode. Yes, because we always incorporate yeah. some something from an episode. Well, I think, like... I think we did because the, the, the British East India Company is involved. That they, they were the they were the Amazon of their day. Oh, so, I see. You know, okay. All right, in, so, in many ways. Okay, so maybe he was working for international delivery. <laughs> That's right. And, yeah. and trade. He was he was, he was, he was international yeah. delivery yeah. trade yeah. delivery operator yeah. for. Forced the East, out of the East India game. Company. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> a, a, a tradesman in dental goods. <laughs> who, through hard work, became a dentist. Well, no, well, back in the day... Or a they dentist. Used to, back who, in the day, they used to, they used to like, keelhaul you into... Um, service. Into being on a ship. Yeah, so maybe he got drunk at the docks one day. Or he's yeah, debt, he, he got in too much debt. Yeah. And he was an indentured servant mm. on a Dutch East India okay. boat. They went past, cra- okay. made a stop at Krakatoa in 1884. Boom, explosion, 1883. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um... So he was press ganged. <laughs> press gang, yes, exactly. I think they'd stop that by then. But that's all right. We can play with the truth. It's Doctor Who. Yeah. What the hell? What the fuck? 
so is he committing the murders or is he being framed for the murders? Or is that something we're going to find out? Well, see, now now week? this is the thing. Like, if we're going by what this... Uh, <laughs> what this... Uh, episode is doing he, he will have killed a lot of people but the doctor will say that he is uh, a tragic he's, figure and he's should be misunderstood yeah. okay yeah yeah, yeah. shake hands with the company people that's right say, yes. <laughs> I hope you clean this mess up <laughs> yeah uh, okay so yeah alright yep yeah. there'll be some underwriting there'll be an insurance clause get out yep absolutely great oh this is genius Nick mm-hmm have you as thought she, about writing professionally ch- for TV? As <laughs> <laughs> she chomps down on a pie. Yes. She goes, oh, well, you know, at least you're not doing anything wrong. <laughs> a fish pie. <laughs> Fantastic. I like, that it. I like is it a lot. Great stuff. Well, is there any other commentary about this episode before we wrap it up? Well, the, the, only, the only thing that sort of stood out to me was that it continued, as we said, like as I just said, it, it continues the theme of the episode constantly undermining itself. You know, so, so this episode, I think, was on track to be really, really good. And I think it let itself down in what it probably unintentionally said. Like, like I don't think it set out to, you know, make a defense of Amazon. Like, like I don't think that was the thing it wanted to do. Mm. But that's what it did. And it really, really let itself down, I thought. You know, and I, I think that's been a theme all season of the show getting in its own way and not thinking through the consequences of various things that it is <laughs> yeah. that it does on or screen it is thinking and they are or very deliberate maybe it is maybe maybe this is all going to tie together and i'm going to sound foolish i would love that because it would mean we had had a really really good season of doctor who i think that i think they're keeping their eye on the to go back to my point the the masculinity thing sure i, I think i think that makes that, a lot of sense i think they're keeping a bigger picture eye on that and the like dealing with the like you know ryan's grand and all that kind of stuff yeah. And they're focusing on the little things. Yeah. And then I think they're missing. I think you're right. I think they are watching some of these. That's it. Yeah, they made that. He made that throw reference. Of, oh, we were all on our phones and we didn't even notice it happened. Mm. And it's like, oh, it's just a yeah. little idea that's thrown <laughs> tacked on there. That's it. Yeah. And were they supposed to be humans or were they? Yeah, that they were humans. So right. They were, just they were in a. They're in the far future. Galaxy. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah, they're in a different on a different planet. Well, on the moon of a different planet. On the moon of a different planet. Yeah. The entire moon is a warehouse. God, can you imagine how much if Jeff Bezos was Not watching that? Not an egg, as it was in a previous episode. Uh, no, very, no, but he didn't say episode. Earth's moon. They said... No, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. But what I mean is, can you imagine Jeff Bezos or whoever sitting at home going, Oh, a factory on the moon. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> ring, ring. Hi, Elon Musk. Can I borrow some rockets? Let's do a deal. <laughs> I, look, I, I liked it. I And I rewatched some of the this season in preparation for this and yeah. rewatch Rosa and my god that's just I don't want to get into it it's, it's, <laughs> the, the, the draggiest parts of that episode are so draggy they're, they're so draggy they're, and, and do, do you agree that it has the theme of it has the soundtrack of an astronaut movie yeah like yeah. the big the big brass <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the guy playing Graham should win a BAFTA for oh, this yeah. season but mostly because he had to struggle through that scene where he goes, James Blake. She always said, don't you be a James Blake. And it's yeah. that. Exposition. Just, Exposition. It's just so tortured. Yeah. We've, yeah, we've been talking about yeah. that a bit clunky. Yeah. And, and what... what uh, Did she the, have one of those this week? A clunky exposition? Yeah, yeah. At the, at the beginning, she was telling them all about Kablam. And oh, I right. was like, this isn't reading, but okay, fine. Maybe like, it was because it was the start of the episode. So. Yeah, I, and, and like, I expect it now. Like, I'm expecting the awkward exposition speech. 
So when it came, I was just like, whatever, fine. Well, I to share a different perspective, I saw that uh, Michael Barnes, frequent uh, listener and yes. comment, I think he's the only person who comments on our SoundCloud on the podcast. Yeah, like we used to have goes, a lot of comments on the SoundCloud and they've sort of dropped away. But Well, for Game of Thrones, we have more. But like, Barnes is yep. still there and he comments at specific time codes. Yes. So, you know, he's very detailed yep. and I appreciate that mm. level of intricacy. Um, but he was commenting about how the uh, a couple of episodes back with the the space um conundrum, conundrum, t- yeah, conundrum, conundrum yeah. how he really liked her delivery of about the uh, large hadron collider being boiled down to a small you know how we said that it was really clunky oh no that was that was clunky and bad it, it was I'm sorry well <laughs> he really liked it like for him, sure. he went through his whole like, reasons if you go to soundcloud you can read the his spirit essay. the spirit of that speech is pure doctor who mm. i love it the delivery was not great mm. and the actual words not great. And look, can I bring up something that I meant to say last week yeah. and forgot, but I actually had a revelation after we taped our podcast about that episode. Awesome. You, we're saw, you saw the, the demon with three getting onto the corrections of yours from last week? Okay. Oh, no! Oh, my no, God! No. <laughs> you turned the page. I was like, you have notes? <laughs> I have Wouldn't said... be an no, I was I was delighted. I was Michael, I was I was impressed at your Michael, like Michael Barnes preparation. might comment on SoundCloud. I come with notes. <laughs> two minutes thirty-two. You incorrectly said. <laughs> I think you're fine. Um, we could do a whole other podcast. We need to do like an extra bonus podcast. Yes, what should we get wrong? Correcting errors. We um, so I had a revelation, and I actually had to call Stu when I had this revelation mm. to go. Oh my God, Stu! I missed what that whole episode was. Mm. And that episode really was. So, so this good. is the one where they're they're on a spaceship in space. They can't get off. Mm-hmm. It's on a predetermined route. Um, if they try and stop it, they'll self-destruct. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's speed. It's, it's speed. Really speed. It's speed in space. <laughs> it's speed in space. It's, this, it's speed three that we never knew we wanted. And I, there's a pregnant woman in space. Right? Yes, there no, is. There's no, no pregnant woman. Is there? No. Oh, no, no, of course. There's no, there's no pregnant about. woman in speed, but there is a woman who gets blown up because she wants to get off the bus. Yeah. But, oh, that's right. Yeah. But, but it's, it's wow. not far off. Like, mm. it's just the extra bit. But when I totally. was sitting there going... Oh my God, it's speed. They are literally... And the only difference is they're not at the whim of a madman. They're not at the whim of Dennis Hopper holding them ransom. It's speed crossed with alien. Yeah, it's like we're on... Dennis Hopper and the Pating. Well... Does want a lot of energy. And uh, the woman has to; she has to take over steering it. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of yeah. a lot of mix there, and I I just had this revelation. I was driving somewhere. I went, "Oh my god!" Ring, ring, ring. <laughs> Stu, like Stu's at work, and I'm like, "Do you have a second? I need to tell you this is very important." <laughs> What's wrong? Nothing's wrong. I just realised what that episode was. <laughs> we. We are very good friends, and yet we really we, we always like message each other. You really call well, me. Call, I thought something had happened. Do people call much? <laughs> no, no, anyway? they don't. No, like, that's right. Exactly. We arranged tonight or You called me on the phone. I was like, is well, I was she driving. Like, I was driving. <laughs> I couldn't text. That would be irresponsible no, and that's illegal. Right. Exactly. But I had to tell you straight away, otherwise I wouldn't. I appreciated it a lot. Pull up at the side of the road, day. and I was just like, "Hey Siri, call Stuart." <laughs> Stu, <laughs> listen, listen, listen! I got this great theory. Listen, I figured it out. I worked it out. I just, I'm so mad that me, you know, that I, the person who's, you know, been so involved with the movie Speed over recent years, <laughs> doing a play about it or co-writing a play about it, and I didn't pick that up straight away. I'm like, how could I not pick that up straight away? Yeah. So yes, go back and watch Saranga Conundrum and you will see what I mean. It is speed. Yep. 
Speed in space. Um, well, Nick, thank you so much for coming on. My pleasure. We have three more episodes, so if you do feel very strongly about <laughs> one that comes up. <laughs> and I think that we should... If, if Nick's theory is coming good with the toxic masculinity... Mm should bring you back sort of for the final ep or wrap up or something yeah, like that and yeah. see how it all tied in together because I think that's a really good theory and absolutely it's got to be something some payoff to that doesn't there if that's I yeah I, I think so. I, I, my ballpark guess maybe the battle is a lot of you know stupid young men fighting each other and she stands there and is like I've had it yeah yeah that's a good you, prediction that's not bad actually and, and that's, that's her, her doctor, doctor moment, moment. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah and that way you, you have it it's simmering the whole season yeah. and then she's just like she's been taking a backseat all season no. and she's like you know what yeah. no yeah mm. that's a really good that's a really good guess I think that might be what they're doing hopefully and that would be amazing mm. so yeah let's if see they, if they've been holding us holding it back from us and mm. then they launch it they've got to do a good job of it though so they have to they have to nail it mm. and they haven't been nailing it so <laughs> I really want them to nail it oh please do I love this show please please make a good episode I'd love I'd love a good episode this season that'd be great um, well I actually did watch another TV show if you can believe it because I just oh. don't watch that much TV anymore <laughs> I'm so behind who has time I feel I feel terrible like when I because I, people talk about TV shows they like and I go um I watched Doctor Who <laughs> and YouTube um, but I watched Bodyguard which is the oh, oh see I haven't yeah. seen that yet Netflix but apparently it's series. amazing I binged it yeah do you think there was a little bit of Bodyguard when she's having to like talk him out of Blowing, blowing up the world. Uh, in Kablam. Oh yeah, maybe. A little bit of like him with the button on him the trigger. With the button on the trigger being, yeah. Being like, no, no, it's not worth it. But all I wanted to, why I wanted to say that is because it's got Rob Stark in it. Yes. He's, he's the main guy, mm. um, using his natural Scottish accent, which I've not heard oh, before. Oh really? Okay. And it's weird. Yeah. It doesn't sound right. I'm like, <laughs> what is this? You expect weird... him to sound like he's from the north. Not that. Not that not far that north. Not that far north. Not that far north. <laughs> Um, but they're, they're amazing British actors how they can turn, they just turn on and on, off yeah. Scottish David Tennant's the same and, and then Gerard just... Butler who can't at all oh you don't think so <laughs> <laughs> no no he has, he has one voice <laughs> that's fine and bless him for it he's Gerard fantastic. Butler yeah, isn't right. it funny how his career started as the Phantom of the Opera that was like his breakout mm. movie I role I know yeah, everyone forgets that because everyone remembers 300 <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, but, but he started as like right, I'm right singing. before that too like mm. it wasn't like that was like you know, years before, it's like, no, that, was, that was the movie before he did that. He's just action film guy. Yeah, now he's action film guy. Like my dad went to see, but like, he's in you know, at the moment. prestige, like proper Hollywood action film guy yeah, yeah. to Geostorm. And whatever the new one is. That's, the, my dad went to the new one. I went to Geostorm. Uh, no, no, that whatever the new one yeah. is. It's about submarines or something. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah it's a submarine dad was like, movie. oh, I was quite it's like, it's like a cut rate hunt for the Red October. Because my, amazing. yeah, my, my dad would always pick up on wrong nautical terminology right, and stuff like that. He had a problem with Titanic because apparently someone steers the wheel in the wrong or turns the, <laughs> you know, thing it the wrong way. Uh, anyway. Um, but yes, so Gerard Butler, Phantom to this. Why did I bring that up? Oh, yeah. Um, Accents. Accents. Richard Madden. Richard Madden. Bodyguard. Just weird. But I just want to say, nudes up a bit. Just oh, going to say. Just going to say. Just going to say. Just going to say. Just putting it out there. Are we, talk, are we talking, well, uh, are we no, talking not junk man? No, sadly not. Um, but he, because he, one of his famous scenes in Game of Thrones is when he like just gets out of bed and he's walking around just butt sure. out. Yeah, yeah. 
And so he does the same thing in this. He gets out of bed and is walking around butt out. And I was like... They, they, they play to his strengths. Yeah. It's yeah. his contract. Just yeah, thank you it. for that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, he, he stipulates. Yeah, thank He's you like, for... this This needs yeah. to be shared with yeah. people. Uh, but yeah. it also has Keely Hawes in it, who's amazing. She sure. um, was in uh, Ashes to Ashes yeah. years back, which is where I first saw her. But she's a fantastic actor. So um, they have good chemistry. Uh, I don't want to give anything away, but I kind of did. But, you know, <laughs> it's fine. Um, but that was fun. Uh, apart from that, I'll get back to you if I ever watch anything else Fair ever enough, again. Yes. <laughs> Nick, what do you recommend? Uh, nothing. nothing. Oh. I can't think of anything. Okay. You got me on the spot. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the Wire. The yeah, The Wire's good. I Everyone still haven't seen it. I still haven't good. seen it. You know, the, my, my secret shame, I still haven't seen it. Yeah. I haven't oh, watched a single episode. It's true. It's like Shakespeare. Uh, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried. Is it I'm dick worried jokes? now. Because that's what Shakespeare is. Just all dick <laughs> it's jokes. just all dick jokes. Yeah. I'm worried that it's it's too it's been too long, and now it's a cultural artifact that I couldn't enjoy as like a TV show because everything's too anachronistic. No. Oh, look, there's a lot of there's, there's a lot of anachronisms in yeah, yeah, yeah. in that the first. The first season is all revolves around beepers. Yes, and yeah, then, yeah. And then mobile phones become a th- like that. You yeah, see technology. That's you know, it. There's a yeah, but well, but that's fine. It's not a. It's like okay. It's, no, secretly, it's fine. not yeah. about the wiretap. I, I, I and the drugs. Yes, it's yes. about the city. It's about the city and the, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's good. It's good. Shakespeare. Shakespeare? <laughs> I, yeah, I thought having more free time would mean I'd just be watching TV all the time, but I'm not. And I think it's because I'm paranoid about watching TV all the time. That's right. Be- becoming the person... I'm still, doing, find, I'm still finding lots of creative ways to waste time, just totally. not through TV. Just not through the stereotypical ones. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, well, anyway, Nick, thank you so much for coming on. And yes, we will have you back if we uh, are looking, if it's looking like your theory, because it's such that's a good theory. Absolutely. That's if and it doesn't pan out, you're not welcome no, back no, at all. That's, that's and, next uh, um, and Stu, I will see you next week, I guess, for Vampires. Not Damn, Vampires. No, um, witches. Witches. Has Doctor Who done Witches before? Yes, absolutely. Surely. Many, okay. many times. Many times. Because <laughs> I, I, I... The Shakespeare I, um, episode, had, the Shakespeare oh, Code had Witches. Yeah, but I mean, like, not stupid witches. I mean, like, proper witch... Hunt. Like they were aliens, they weren't they witches. They would have done a Salem episode, surely. Oh, maybe not. Actually, maybe I'm not. trying to think. They've definitely had like witches in various capacities. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I am <laughs> getting out all the old woodcuts, and if I can find my uh, history, witchcraft, and demonology reader, I will bring. I probably have lost it by now, but there are websites. There are many yes. websites, um, and well, maybe I should just put up on my Facebook page just a series of woodcuts just in preparation. <laughs> I want to see this. I want to see this. I totally. want to see this. Yep. Um, all right. Well, we haven't worked out a pop song. Um, is there a song about witches? What's a good song about witches? Are there any songs Witch, about witches? There's, there's a, the Rolling Stones album, Witches, no, witches Brew. Is that Miles David? Oh, I'm not going to say Is yeah, there a block party um, song called Hunting for Witches? I remember that. There is. There you go. Hunting for Witches. Yes. Play the theme music now, except already play it. Oh god, this is going to be a mess in the editing. That's fine. We'll put that in, something about witches, and then next week something else. Thank you so much, Nick. Thank you, Stu. And we will see you all in the future. Or in the past. (laughs) In the past? Because it's Doctor Who. No, it'll be in the future. (laughs) Kablam, everyone. Kablam, everyone. Kablam!